does an astronaut shit on the ISS? Well, maybe the answer's closer than we think. <laughs> More to come on ABC in five. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. This is episode 36. Tray 6. In the month of September 2020. Welcome back. Pleasant evening here. Beautiful in the fall. Month of September for uh, episode 36. A little autumn Crazy. weather. Finally. Yeah. Well, not finally. I, I don't want to wish it away. Uh, wish away the summer. No, yeah. 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 First, the uh, first uh, frost warning of the season tonight. Yep, that's always a sign. It's all downhill from yep, here. Exactly, yeah. fall is upon us, which then means winter. But, but still a good time of year here, you know. Got all be, your like Oktoberfest beers coming out. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, so good. Tons of beer coming out and the pumpkin uh, ales. Yeah, and the you can go, you know. And something, yeah, just more relaxed about the season. I feel like I don't know why. Yeah, just in the fall, a little bit more. Even though you have less daylight, which is weird, but maybe that's why it's more. I don't know. It's definitely not something that I enjoy as far as the daylight, but I do find that the season in general is more relaxed. Yeah. You know? yeah. What did you just crack there, Matt? Yep. Yeah, actually, great segue. We have a uh, local, very, very local beer to introduce this evening. Ion Thruster from Broadleaf Local Beer. It is <laughs> where we all just scarf down some burgers <clears throat> yeah. and yeah, we sure did. sandwiches and fries. Not just uh, maybe an hour ago. We were over there. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, Broadleaf Beer, and uh, I think it's technically in Kentwood, Michigan, but essentially Grand Rapids is the um, kind of the sister um, company or brewing company off of Brewery Vivant, one of our local faves. And um, we've talked about them a lot, of course, Broadleaf, that is. Um, they are a partner of ours on the on the cycling kit mm-hmm. with their cool skull logo and their leaf logo. Well, what episode was it that we did there? 30? Uh, 32, I think. Yeah. Maybe 32, 33, something yeah. like that. Somewhere in February. We, yeah. Yeah, we were, uh, they were generous to right let us. Right before covid yeah right right before COVID. It's about yeah, so yeah probably four months ago or so yeah right yeah february yeah so yeah probably 32 um yeah they were generous enough to let us uh interview from their um what do they call it escape pod yeah escape um, pod kind of their upper level and their um very cool location i always yeah. want to say launch pad but yeah. yeah escape pod so yeah the uh the container uh area but yeah. but huge shout out to broadleaf they've been really great supporters of us as far as just being fans you know is, is yeah just kind of liking what we're doing um you know we have seen a an increase in space named beers from them particularly yeah. last week during the wage yeah. beer fest yeah so so we have a great friendship with them uh and that's that's what it is and that's why it's so fun um great place to visit ion thruster is a newer beer that they did and uh released it i think that was earlier last month but it wasn't canned and now it's finally canned for home consumption it is a Let's see, what is it? does it say on here? Kveik Ale. I think it's like a Nordic yeast. K-V-E-I-K. Um, but kind of a... Kveiks! Yeah, kind of a slightly hazy. It hits the lips really good. Yeah, slight, I like it. slightly hazy, but very light IPA, I'd mm. say. I don't have an eye on it. I didn't actually... I, I cracked it before we even started. Yeah, the, it's, it's, it's very just, good. We're rolling with it this time. Yeah, I do have... Very good. A kind of a space theme beer, though. I have uh, Black Rocks, Marquette, Michigan, 
I'll give you their rundown here. We at Black Rocks Brewery are proud to call Marquette, Michigan our home. Our name is inspired by the, by the Black Rocks, located just north of town, where natives and visitors have gathered to enjoy Lake Superior for generations. We love beer. You love beer. Let's get together. But this one's called Nord Sky. Yeah, super cool can. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The graphic signs are awesome. Uh, it says it's a session IPA loaded with mosaic hops, giving it an explosion of aroma. At 4.8 ABV, you'll be able to stay up late and watch nature's light show in the northern sky. That's very. But it's uh, got like a northern lights kind of paint. Paint scheme. Yeah, <laughs> paint scheme. It's yeah, cool. it's, uh, that one's 4.8. This one is uh, 5.5. And also a very cool can. It had features the art of our very good friend Ward. Um, at Broadly. And I see they get Braille on it again. Yeah. Yep. They've got Sticking kind of all over it. Theme. Going back to their uh, to their to their roots of uh, doing Braille on the can. Um, when if you listen to the episode where we interviewed them, Ward started talk- with Braille Pale. Yeah, that was a great beer. Ward talked about kind of the inspiration for doing the Braille on the cans, and um, obviously connected with supporting and. Uh, fundraising for visually impaired people so it's a really cool thing that they do and it adds for a cool design as well but yeah the art of ward on the can and then i noticed these arrows kind of give it that feeling ion thruster obviously kind of aerospace themed yeah with the the plume coming off the back so big shout out to broadleaf and uh yeah cheers cheers to our friends yep cheers and black rocks if you want to get involved yeah you know the number (laughs) i'll be up there next weekend actually Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Julia and I are taking our fourth anniversary wedding anniversary trip, uh, doing Thursday through Sunday up in the UP because it is actually Julia's first time in the UP ever. Serious? Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't know uh, that. So coming up on twenty eight years living. Are you in gonna the state jump of Michigan? off Black Rocks? No. Lake Superior's got to be like thirty degrees. Ice floating around <laughs> no, in yeah. there already. We'll go to Black Rocks Brewery and check out the rocks, but not jump. Yeah. Um, into the icy that waters be, below. That'd be a little, little chill, little nippy. That'd yeah. be like cold, yeah. as it? Like if you go and you get that shock feeling, and then you can't swim, and yeah, you, yeah, probably pretty bad. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we'll be up there. Black it, rocks. It's like that even in the uh, summer. Like you, you go up there. Oh like yeah. When we were in August or something like that, I think it was yeah. August last summer. You hop in that, and it's a freaking ice bath, and that's as warm as it gets. Yeah, yeah. it's just because yeah. it's so deep and massive. It's yeah. a massive lake. So crystal clear water. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful lake. So um, for those that aren't from Michigan, obviously that's the the northern part of our state, the Upper Peninsula. I would say is almost like its own state. Yeah. As far as you you enter a completely different range of wilderness, and so we're I'm looking forward to that. We traded Toledo for that. Yeah, you that, know it's that? the best trade ever. <laughs> really. Yeah, we, we gave away, Toledo. yeah, Ohio got Toledo and we got the whole Upper Peninsula. Yep. <laughs> it's like the best. <laughs> you got to be kidding Suckers. me. Suckers. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we, we got the better end of that stick. That's for sure. So um, look, really looking forward to being up there, but um, probably in, in advance of going on that trip, I'm sure probably get a few more Broadleaf beers too to bring. So yeah. shout out to our good friends that make good beer. Amen. But, yeah. Yeah. Episode 36. We love you guys. What else has been yeah. going on, David? You're sporting a new hat. Yeah, sporting a new hat. We uh, we uh, made a uh, a nice, and Matt has a beautiful shirt on. Uh, we uh, went on the old uh, Ecliptic Brewing website, and uh, we did some shopping, little yep. procurement. Yeah, so trip. we we all we all got the uh, Ecliptic Brewing uh, trucker hat, which I must say is a, I, that's a nice hat. It's very yeah. nice. I hat. love it. I it, like fits my head perfectly. They, a lot of times they're too shallow. Double or, snaps. Mm-hmm. Double snaps. For Super my nice. big head. Tooth snap. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, Matt. And uh, yeah, you, you got, got this. The, pour my pour some space in your face T-shirt. Yep, Ecliptic's um, uh, slogan. Slogan. Yeah, which is an awesome shirt. It's I got I got shirt, one too. Yeah. It's like super lightweight. And it's the same brand as our our Ecliptic the canvas Ecliptic. ones. Yeah, Be- yeah, Bella Canvas. Yeah, but yeah, super comfortable shirt. And then on the back it says Ecliptic Brewing too. So yeah. yeah. And then so. I got the uh, pint glass, which I actually didn't bring with me. But the next time we do we feature an ecliptic beer, I'll be sure to be oops pouring it into uh, an ecliptic glass. Yeah, yeah. It's frosty uh, ecliptic glass. The the uh, the shop is pretty cool. Yeah, you go on the uh, website. Even if you're you can even, I think you can order. Um, you can buy full on growlers from the yeah the actual really? site. Yeah, and all they're that, five you know. bucks. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean that'd be. Be cool if they could send you a full one. Yeah, <laughs> somehow uh, pressure seal it. And yeah, that. no, it's a it's a cool website. But. Yeah, so uh, shout out to them, of yep. course. They're great great partners of ours, and I think that leads directly into our new kit that we've talked about for a few episodes now. But just real quick to touch on, it's here and it's badass. It is f- freaking it's badass. Literally a reality. Um, yeah, yeah totality. totality has become a reality has become reality yeah. with the cycling kit yeah yeah pretty cool. my favorite part about it is the reflective back pocket mm-hmm. I, think. I i just also think it's it's just so clean and stealth looking yeah very stealth yeah so pretty much an inverse or somewhat of an inverse as our first kit where it was we mostly should post a photo of it yeah well we, we yeah we got the photos of you guys we, oh yeah and, yeah, and yeah. then earlier yeah. i think we posted like the screenshot of the um actual render yeah but um the first kit was primarily white with black accents. This one is 90% black with a few white accents um, on the sleeves and, and on the uh, back. So really, really stealthy, sleek looking kit. And then the reflective back is cool because it's kind of like the Corona yeah. of the totality. Yeah. How it, it shines. It kind of yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, very uh, totality looking, which is why we called it, we deemed it the totality collection. So mm-hmm. you got, we went mountain biking on Wednesday. I took some photos. You guys were uh, ripping up the underground and on our Instagram, we, uh, we posted a few. Um, I thought that turned out pretty good. That yeah. was, that was yeah, cool. Definitely. So check it out. Um, we're really pumped about it. So we now have the totality and do we want what well, we didn't really name the first one. Cause the, the OG, um, the part, yeah, the OG, or <laughs> yeah. the partial eclipse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the annular, yeah, the kit? annular. Yeah, the yeah. annular kit the and an- the totality yeah. collection. Oh, that's what we do. And then every year there's a new annular kit. We we could cuz it's annual. Yeah. Er. <laughs> er. Um I just I just like the uh the how thin the the black kit makes me look. I mean, it is slimming. That's that's probably it's very slimming. I did notice that. I was like, "Wow, I don't look as fat as I do in the other one." But George, that was off. the first thing he said. I sent him a picture of it when I got him. He's like, oh, black's much more slimming. <laughs> <laughs> it it does, um, you know, it's the the white one being so thin and lightweight as a as a race jersey is very thin, so it's kind of see through a little bit, especially once you start sweating. So this one I think is just sleeker in that way, as it's like yeah. it stays that consistent color. Mm-hmm. It doesn't kind of, um, especially too with mountain biking at this time of the year, it doesn't get as dirty when you you know ride through the the wet right. mud and stuff. So yeah, super pumped about it. Check it out on the Instagram at Eclipse on Tap. It's legit. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, new mountain biking, well, not really strictly mountain biking kit, but the kit that we revealed while mountain biking at the underground, we have a big plans for the underground here coming up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we did. We did have a uh, trail day out there. We added. It's debatable, but 
around a quarter of a mile of trail. Yep, about a quarter mile of new cut trail. And then the wheels got in motion. We were like, <clears throat> because our big bike race in the fall is Iceman up in Traverse City. It's like, what do they get, like 5,500 people come up for yeah, it. Yeah. it. It's just massive. One but, of the events yeah. of the year, no Clear, doubt. Clearly this year you can't gather that many people and, and pack them in. Even though it's an outdoor venue, pack them into that small of a place. So in lieu of Iceman, we are doing Underground Man. Yep, October yep. 24th at high noon. Yep. We're going to be riding probably 15 laps of the underground. And uh, that's going to be a about fun two time. miles around yep. now. So, that, like, the average distance of Iceman is about 30. 30 it goes 32. between, like, yeah, 28 and 32 or so. Yep. Yeah. So, that'll be right in the sweet spot for the Iceman distance at the underground. And uh, we've being, invited some friends, some yeah. from Eclipse, some Eclipse on Tap uh, t shirt wearers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're yep. known as now. Fanboys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, so yeah, we'll have a small group with us because I, I don't think that trail is big enough to accommodate a ton of people. No. But if you have, you know, what, we have 15 or something, yeah, that's going to be prime. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think I've ever seen 15 people out there. At the same time. At the no, same no. time. No, it's going to be kind of Most cool. I've ever seen is us. Yeah. We have like six or seven of yeah, us in a Yeah, when we're all together. I've yeah. been out there. I mean, yeah, when we have like six, six or seven of us. But I've been out there a couple of times where it was like a lot of people with their kids out there just yeah. kind of scattered along the trail and um you know hikers and all that kind of stuff but i mean yeah i haven't seen that in a while that was like early spring but yeah yeah it's um i think a trail that will easily accommodate though our plans for the 24th which would be really fun a couple weeks in advance of the normal ice man but we'll actually end up working out because it'll probably be warmer because ice man can sometimes be pretty wretched in the morning with ice and snow so yeah Yeah. i don't know if we'll have that much ice and snow on the 24th of october no it might be frosty in the morning but by the time we ride i think it'll be yeah it'll be comfortable i'll be eating rain or shine or (laughs) i don't know know or slush i mean we might put it like a little can, we could do contingency on <laughs> yeah. Sunday if we wanted. Yeah. You know, just like kick yeah. it to the next day if it's going to be a little drier or something. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like that time of the year, the weather changes pretty fast. You know, yeah. you can have a really rainy, shitty day. And if it's raining, I, maybe we kick it to the next day. Yeah. yeah. Because it's sun- one drop, we stop. <laughs> it's I'm like, not, I'm not spending 15 laps, 30 miles in the underground no. in the wet. And there's no way. I think it's, uh, you know, if it's raining too, it's not like it's a huge event where we have to, I mean, it's just f- pretty much friends riding. Yeah. It's a group ride. Yeah. And so we could just be like, oh, Sunday it is. Sunday at noon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then plans <laughs> to go after and drink beers. Um, Everybody I, just set up their campsites and <laughs> s- yeah. settle down for the night. We're going to race tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. The Timber Ridge equivalent, you know, Iceman's campground, just set it up on the Indian Hills golf course. Yeah. That would be kind of fun to do, like a twenty-four hours of the underground, no. and make people like we've had this talk. Make I'm, people sit, and like actually camp. If you're doing the race, you got to camp in a tent inside with your the team underground. inside the underground for the night. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. And you un- but, like in the parking lot, they unleash you from your cars, and it's you and your whoever you're partnered up with sprint to the <laughs> to get the best campsite because <laughs> there's some areas in there that would be scary as hell to camp. Yeah. There'd oh, be yeah. other areas that'd be okay. If you're up at the start of the trail, I'm I'm thinking you're golden. Yeah. If you're on the rollers where Pennywise lives, <laughs> no. you're if you're, you're anywhere guy. near near like Kalamazoo area, then I mean this is like a halfway point where I'd yeah. be like, no way. <laughs> and the halfway <laughs> point ain't happening. <laughs> the halfway point where it cuts into that weird section is the rollers. Yeah. Right where the cal- Calvert is. Pennywise lives under there. Yeah. He's probably got his uh 
voodoo yeah. on the i don't know but yeah i'd want to be at the front <laughs> camping at the front of the trail and when i mean the front of the trail i mean like <laughs> literally out of the woods into the grass <laughs> on the like, sidewalk <laughs> uh there's a man camping in the median between the sidewalk and road oh, it was the safest place <laughs> no but it, it yeah that would be hilarious and yeah. i think it's it's going to be a lot of fun and i was yeah. talking to um uh kuiper at west michigan bike and you know he you had sent him in the message but yeah. i think they're his and his, he and his crew are going to be up north yeah they're actually doing like a iceman pre-ride they get yeah. one of those cabins yeah he said timber ridge timber and they're going to do their own kind of like iceman thing and i like, call oh, them yeah. a bunch of sissies but yeah he's like oh man we were bummed and we had already had that, that plan but this could be something that you know starts off as something fun and then turns in not not grows as far as becoming an event or anything but grows into a tradition among yeah. friends like we yeah do it. yeah you know, the two weeks before Iceman, we do Underground Man. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, even if Iceman yeah, is Yeah, actually, that, that would work well because then on a normal year, you've got... Or no, two weeks before Iceman is peak-to-peak. Uh, peak. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe we... You could do like the, the first week, week in October. Or yeah, two weeks before peak-to-peak. Peak. Yeah, because then you'd have yeah. like... Because uh, Iceman's the first week in November. Make Oct- yeah. uh, Underground October Man. <laughs> underground Man the first weekend in October. Yeah. October man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do this one. It's called October Man and then October. Oh man. Um, but Underground Man. Yeah, it would be it's it's right before Halloween this year. And so we can kinda make it Halloween themed in a yeah. in a way. Yeah. Let's put up like Pennywise balloons. Spook it well, up. what weekend did the panda used to be? That was it like that was September. Second yeah, week of September. September maybe, it was, was it? hot usually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, sometimes it was right after like your wedding after eighty yeah. degrees out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is... Uh, we don't want to do it then. I, yeah. I was thinking maybe it was later, but... Yeah, yeah I think maybe first weekend in October, because then you have two weeks to peak to peak. Yeah. Or the wind's Orta Shore, though. No, Orta Shore Sorry, not Orta Shore. Um, Orta Shore is August. That's yeah. August, yeah. That's it's like way, the first weekend in August. Way yeah. earlier, yep. So that second be, weekend. wouldn't be a factor. But yeah, underground, man, it's a thing. October <laughs> we, <yeah>. 24th. <laughs> we call up Orta Shore. Yeah, you guys are kind of <laughs> close to our date. Do you guys <laughs> mind backing off a little bit? Because we, we kind of wanted that weekend, and... Uh, yeah. We have a huge following. We'll have a. Uh, <laughs> they have like three thousand people. We have fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. man, it's gonna be fun. It, I think it will be something that we do as in some form, as kind of like a yearly tradition. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, we already do our Wednesday nights out there. Yep. So That's, you know, our Wednesday night Grattan ends the last Wednesday in August, mm-hmm. and then we usually go out to Egypt Valley. Because it's like a small game area where you can hunt after the 15th. So right. hit that for a couple of weeks and then underground. Yep. We used That'd to get all ambitious and go do like 35 miles of gravel. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. And then we said to ourselves, we could have a couple of laps of the underground and go drink beer and start a fire in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, exactly. And I think that you still get a good workout in, but it's yeah. just a more balanced. You don't have to worry about driving a little later and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So it'd, it'd be better to do... Like the gravel stuff, it's like if somebody lived out there in the middle of like the whole gravel like yeah. sections, all that where we ride like the the figure eight loop or something. Like one of us lived back there and had you know big property and like a fire pit like mm-hmm. to start and finish there and you know whatever guys can. That'd be different. Yeah. I think it'd be, it'd be a little bit show more. up there and you basically you start and you're at your spot and you finish and yeah do your do your little party out there. But yeah, the, the hike to get out there and then you're you know. Yeah, you're kind of. <clears throat> we park quite a ways away from where we uh, actually start riding too into the gravel. But yeah, yeah, 
but uh that'll be a lot of fun and then afterwards we'll probably have some beers and uh oh yeah there's gonna be a beer tent yeah and a Get fire it. pit yeah we'll and have it rocking. we might even have live music i don't know <laughs> who knows maybe so that's uh the underground man and um that's kind of what's going on for all of us i feel like and yeah not a whole lot else going on my um geez yeah that it's gonna say the only the other thing for me is my three-year-old started school that's yeah. yeah that's the that's the fall i feel like just yeah. the, things slow down even slower than normal because of the current situation in the world but just kind of things slow down as but, they slow down get out it actually we have really clear skies the next few weeks yeah, yeah we like, do actually, actually we cut that trail we were like oh it needs some rain looking at the forecast it's going to be just clear yeah clear tonight's yeah. a clear night we might Crisp uh night might get the telescope out after <clears> the <throat> after the podcast to view mars and really cool view right now next to the moon like yeah. very very close in terms of visual view uh, in the sky really cool yeah. we were out there a couple when was that a week ago yeah about yeah. a week ago last saturday i think uh david and i with the race chaser um got to see a very full moon um, with Mars in such a cool... That was when it wasn't coming out to like one thirty. It was though. very late. It yeah. was like 12.30, I think. Now it's like 10.30. Yep. And the cool thing now is since the, it's a new moon, um, that that visual view of Mars is still very high in the sky, but the moon is obviously not visible, so it's so much darker. Right. And we yeah. can actually... Like when we looked at Mars a week ago, um, or it was probably two weeks ago, maybe I, I can't remember, but it was just a blurry orange glob. Mm, yeah. And I think now we'll be able to make out uh, maybe some details. So, yeah. So that'll be able be, to see the Martians walking around. Yeah. That'll be yeah. our get out. That'll be cool. Experience uh, for the month. Yeah. That'll speaking be. Speaking of Martians. <clears throat> Ooh, yeah. Speaking news on Venus. Let me pull it up a second since I'm not. Uh, Venus is the second be, planet could, from the sun. And, yeah. And could well, be um, could, harvesting could, uh or holding in the palm of its hand yeah, potential life. Potential life know. or signs of it um, All right. in the past or future. This is from uh, Wall Street Journal. Um, life on Venus, question mark. Astronomers see a signal in its clouds. And actually, our buddy Casey brought this up to me today. Mm -hmm. He and I went and rode. Um, but what they've detected is... Matt, you're going to have to help me with the uh, scientific terms. Um, detected in the in the clouds, right? The clouds yeah. of Venus. Uh, high in the toxic ac atmosphere of the planet Venus, astronomers on Earth have discovered signs of what might be life. And basically, I'm looking for the name of the gas. The phosphine. 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 Yeah, P-H-O-S-P-H-I-N-E. Yeah. P -H -O -S -P -H -I -N -E. yeah. But the article basically says that anywhere on Earth that it's found, it's basically an exhaust of a something living yeah of human life yeah in some capacity well, or, or, or not human life just life life yeah, yeah. yep so the, the speculation is then is this some type of bacteria that lives in the atmosphere that is the exhaust of other life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or is that the soul life i don't know yeah and it's really wild too to think um that this whole time potentially i mean i know that we're talking potentially microbial life there in the mm. clouds but um this whole time we've been looking so distantly for life outside yeah. of our solar system and in or you know we've considered mars for so so long and there's evidence that that's going to be a real big finding but then venus would have never been thought to have harvest or had life on it um yeah because of it's just it's a, a planet of noxious clouds you know? yeah. yeah and, and it's, it's location in the solar so system hot. too so it's hot just, yeah, yeah it's on fire it's um 
it's yeah so that's really really crazy i think to have um potential life be so close um in terms of you know solar system terms mm-hmm. and uh kind of back there behind us when we're looking in a different direction for all that time yeah um yeah that, that would be cool if they're able to because they have quite a few um uh, like satellites i think that take photos of venus and or right. at least they have in the past so there's potential there for really digging into that yeah, yeah. we'll see see what they come up with there <clears throat> be interesting yeah tic tacs flying all over the place on the breed, yeah. Yeah, that's where the that's where the tic tacs are born yeah and then they go they, they migrate they, to the moon they do make a quick pit stop at earth and they take the form of whales, which is why the adult Tic Tac was watching the whales. That's why there's a sperm whale and out the, there. And then they make, yeah, that looks like a Tic Tac. <laughs> and then they make their way to Mars to become adult Tic Tacs. And then that's where they fly back and they check on everybody. Yeah. And you see them at the moon. That has to be it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That has to be it. Publish it now, folks. No. Um, but yeah, just no, even if it was microbial or microscopic life in any form. Yeah, that's that's to massive. That, yeah, to know that, especially yeah. on a planet like that, would be pretty wild. So yeah, yeah. thought to be completely in, uninhabitable mm-hmm. because of the temperature. Yeah, and I don't know if it's something to do with. I, I could be completely off on this, but like the altitude that it was found, you know, was maybe less harsh than on the surface. Right. So yeah, because they did it, call the cloud. They called it the clouds of Venus that yeah. it was found in. So, yeah. Or that it was detected. Yeah. And just <clears> thinking like. You know, they detect this molecule, uh, phosphorus and hydrogen um, phosphine, and they are are thinking, well, this this we've only ever seen on the Earth, with, like you said, in connection to actual life. Right. That that must have just been a wild moment to uh, to realize that. I, it's it's really cool, cool to uh, to think about life on Venus. Yeah. Be a shocker. That'd be it. Would catch everybody off guard there. You're like <laughs> Venus. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> all along. Damn it. <laughs> it was Venus. <laughs> Damn it, Fokker. Venus all along. Uh, out of all the planets, Venus yeah. it was. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Tic-tac breeding ground? <laughs> Possible. Hey, maybe Sperm Venus. whale breeding ground? I don't know. I mean, could be. Just nobody knows. Mm. The beer's uh, getting a little bit low. This one, I was just about to say, this is going down real smooth, the ion yeah. thruster. It is very smooth. Very good beer. I like it. It's it's like a, it hits different a little bit, but it still goes down. It's not like you're having to choke it down, you know? It hits di- it hits different, but it sl- still slaps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh, I did yeah. have one at dinner. It did hit me nicely. It slapped, bro. Yeah. Slap, bro. Send it. Yeah. Send it. That new sign in the underground. Yeah. It just uh, don't roll over the the gap jumps. Send it. Send it, brah. You gotta it's send it. It's just some like sixteen year old No, I don't even think they're that old. They're no. like kids. Yeah. Like eight to twelve maybe. They're just flying off of four yeah. foot jumps. Yeah. yeah. Massive yeah. jumps with like Look at those old guys just rolling over everything. <laughs> yeah. Send it. They they made a cool underground sign too, right when you enter that section. I think mm-hmm. that's super super cool. That should be like a yeah. T-shirt, like yeah. that. That you with the that'd be cool. Yeah. So, but the um, the other space news was Orion. Well, we actually have two two uh, rocket-based space interesting things that happened in the last month. One was Orion finally starting to pick up some pace and traction with its mission to 
Artemis, which is the moon uh, mission, and then eventually Mars. And they did a uh, hold down test of, of a thruster and, and that was successful. So that's a big step. Even It seems like they've been steps behind SpaceX, but maybe this is a potential a flex. A flex. Yeah. Just a flex. Like we're still here, bitch. <laughs> For sure. <Yeah. laughs> that's right. You're a bitch still. They're flexing on, uh, on SpaceX. The, been to the moon. Didn't think so. <laughs> SpaceX. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have uh, we have landed men on the moon. We'll flex a little bit, but who knows if it's a real step into actually getting a little bit more traction there for a potential Mars mission. Um, I think they're more than capable of getting to the moon. Yeah, even with their current state of technology, and and same with SpaceX. But that big question is Mars. Yeah. Um, and then the other was SpaceX with the Star Hopper, is what they're calling it. It's like a iteration of Starship. Yeah. That one. Uh, yeah, Lift. super cool. So they were basically with the the Starship. They were just kind of like going off the ground a little bit, kind of landing back down, sort of making sure it has. Uh, and it was only with one of the boosters, correct? I believe so. Yeah, one or, yeah. or very few. Um, it went 150 meter hop test. Yeah. So it was just like the very bottom portion of Starship, kind of looked like a giant farm silo, lifted up off the ground, traversed. Uh, across the ground for a bit and then came back down and landed perfectly. That just blows my mind. Yeah. Like, how heavy is that damn thing? Yeah, it looks just massive and it's yeah. made out of stainless steel. It's yeah, it looks, it looks like a giant bullet, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. the head of a bullet. It's you're crazy. You can, like, pick it up 150 meters, traverse it, and set it back down. Yeah, and land it perfectly. And it's not like it's being picked up and carried either. It's, like, all self-propelled, self-landing. And yeah. I think that's yeah. a huge step. I'm guessing what uh, what they're doing is kind of building the rocket from the bottom up. Obviously, I think most people, most rocket builders would do that for propulsion. Right. And, but they already know that that is pretty well made. Mm. But they're figuring out how do we do the self-landing on this big of a, of a rocket with what we know from the Falcon 9s. Yeah. And so the hopper test gives them so much data on how, you know, trajectories and um, angles and stuff for landing. It, it was it was cool. It looks so ridiculous when you see it. it like that's yeah. the only word you can use to describe it. Really, yeah. Just like insane. That shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it has those yeah. big supports on it right now, and it really does look like a silo. But but it was successful as well. So yeah. really good news for I guess uh, both deep space type rocket uh, manufacturers. Yeah. Because yeah. they they have the Dear Moon mission coming up like. In the next, you know, couple of years, yeah, really, two or it? three years, SpaceX yeah, three. does, yeah, yeah. So they they're gonna. The, I think the plan is to use use the Starship for that. So yep, that was the gotta, initial plan. Yeah. Can you imagine if they like? They got to get going on that. If they uh, if they doubled back on their plan, they're like, well, Starship development's been a little slow, so you're going up on a Falcon Heavy, <laughs> and then you I just. Mean, <laughs> That's a big difference. Like yeah. in yeah. this, in the Starship has been advertised with like such a cabin on it to be like a plane, right? Where that's the type of ride mm. you're getting, and it's so massive you don't feel the vibration. Well, if you put them much. on the Falcon, they'd be in a capsule the yeah. whole way around. <laughs> <laughs> you'd just be stuck in a capsule, shitting and, in a diaper. Yeah, can you imagine if they double? They're all, you know, it's like you the, signed a contract. The nicest, the nicest spacecraft you've ever experienced, but. You're going to have to wear a defense <laughs> along, along the way. We don't have room for a toilet, so that'd be, be funny. So crazy. But you want to take this mission? Well, it depends. <laughs> That's the ad. <laughs> well, depends. Yeah. By depends now. Yeah. It was, they, and in the they background. They take like, you know, 10, 10 of these uh, artists up there, and they're all... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just shit all over the place. <laughs> 
the best, I don't even know why that's funny. The but. best ad for yeah. Depends Ever. They they do the product placement on the TV, and in the background, it's just the rocket launching. <laughs> the rocket going up with a Depends sticker on the side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, As it clears the tower, you just see Depends available at Walmart. <laughs> NASA signs official contract bid with Depends for four point three million billion dollars. Advertising largest advertising gig of all time. <laughs> Oh man, that makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why, why that one started. But talking about, yeah, I don't know. Going back to our NASCAR roots. Yeah, now it's like a NASA Artemis, sponsored by Depends, <laughs> <laughs> powered by, brought to you in part by Depends. <laughs> Shit yourself and be glad in it. <laughs> and be glad in it. Oh man. NASA and Depends. The most. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta put them on the next kit. <laughs> what are we going to Depends right under Space Beer Podcast? Depends. <laughs> Move over, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, man. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Just a. Yeah. Powered by PB Depends. PB Depends. <laughs> Space. Podcast dot depends. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Eclipse on tap oh, dot man. depends dot com. <laughs> Use the promo code depends in our shop. <laughs> yeah, we should go into marketing. That'd be great. Is it depends like oh, the man. the actual brand D E P E N D S? I think so. I think because then you could yeah. like do a pun like like what what was your original pun that brought all this up? Uh, Launching on a rocket? You're asking me to take or, too deep. <laughs> like, feeling comfortable about launching on a rocket? Uh, yeah. Well, that depends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the best. It Well, that depends. Yeah. Depends. Available at your local CVS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Great advertising. Yeah. If you're, if you're going into space and you don't have access to a toilet. I'd fast for like... 10 days prior just so I didn't have to shit. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely want to be. I mean, think about that. Like, even if, even if you're on, on the ISS, <laughs> you take a shit. There's no gravity to pull it away from your ass. <laughs> you're really having to. Yeah. To you you want it to out. be solid so you yeah. can swat that. I would. Swat it down. <laughs> <laughs> I would fast. Yeah. You, yeah. If it was a, if it was a, uh, is there like a vacuum when they pee then? I bet. Yeah, that, that's probably. Because otherwise yeah. you just got piss all. You, you, <laughs> you, you come back <laughs> from the bathroom. Just soaking. It's on the mirror. <laughs> on the ceiling. There's got to be a vacuum to like. Yeah, there's got to yeah, yeah. like yeah, a, like a funnel with a vacuum on yeah. the end. Yeah. And it's sucking it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like that, that's basically. Sure. Basically, you're hooking your ass up to a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been constipated for a little while. Let's turn up the vacuum. <laughs> user control power (laughs) turn this baby up to six it's like it's like my uh i got one of those tushies that like the bidet thing that you attach to your toilet and it's got this dial on it like you have to start it slow my buddy sean got one after i got it He's like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> like blasted my bottle <laughs> because you need to turn it up slowly. Well, same thing with the, he just flipped the ISS. The switch. Yeah. 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 Turn the vacuum on slowly. <laughs> um, can you imagine if there wasn't a this vacuum? This is the room? best first segment of a podcast ever. <laughs> How does one shit on the ISS? It's a great, yeah. great question. And um, we could probably look it up. And maybe when we take the break, we'll come back in the second half with how they do so. Yeah. But yeah, if they didn't. We'll- 
Yeah, you would definitely want to make sure that we hear this is okay. Speaking of being prepared to take a rocket launch by fasting, eating correctly, making sure that you're not gonna have the shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that'd be even worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but in a, in a in a strange turn of events, NASA is now sponsored by Depends, but they're also sponsored by Taco Bell. So, <laughs> <laughs> so in an effort to ma- remain sponsor correct, the, the astronauts would have to eat Taco Bell before you know that would be their their evening meal. <laughs> they have to eat taco. They they're force fed Taco Bell. <laughs> That's a South Park episode. Right? Yeah. yeah. And they get on a rocket and they this, this is a South Park episode. NASA becomes sponsored by Taco Bell and depends. <laughs> the stickers are on the side of the it, rocket. Trey Parker? The best. Uh, it's so funny. But is your yeah, so just sh- saw you shake your yeah. beer there. I yeah, think mine's a little empty. North Sky. <laughs> I'm still nursing easy. mine, actually, but yeah. but yeah, two out of three are empty. So we'll uh, take that as a uh, time for a break. We'll be back with you in uh, just a few minutes with, with an answer on how. Yeah, with an, <laughs> with and we'll an be back. Thank you on for tuning 60 in. Minutes yeah. after <laughs> this, thank how you for, astronauts shit. for tuning in to ABC. We'll be right back with you in a few minutes. <laughs> how does an astronaut shit on the ISS? Well, maybe the answer is closer than we think. <laughs> More to come on ABC in five. But did he shit? And then, of course, after after the, the lead out goes, the first ad for the break is the pens. <laughs> Instead of playing the podcast music this time, it'll just be an ad for the pens. <laughs> Oh, no, but we'll be back with you in just a few minutes with some new beers, actually. Um, we have a few more uh, from Broadleaf that we want to share from their very recent, as Nathan mentioned, Wood Age Beer Fest. And um, we'll be back with you in just a few minutes. Cheers. 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 Welcome back to the second half of episode 36. Welcome back. We were previously talking about Depends and how astronauts waste themselves in space. Yeah. (laughs) And Nathan, do you have have the answers for us? What did the boys decide? How does does one shit in space? All right. Um, So USA Today wrote an article on how astronauts shit in space. (laughs) Uh, this certainly isn't the number one perk about space travel. Going number two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <let> me, yeah. <laughs> All right. So Whitson is an astronaut who compared traveling in space to a camping trip, said that urinating in the ISS toilet is easy. Pooping is very different. Number two is more challenging because you're trying to hit a very small target. Um the poop is sealed inside a plastic bag, hauled off the space <laughs> station on trash day, Whitson said. When it's too full, astronauts must, quote, put a rubber glove on and pack it down, end quote. 
that's what happens when the ISS toilet is working. <laughs> that's on a good day. <laughs> that, on a good day, you're smashing shit. <laughs> um, when it malfunctions, astronauts will occasionally have to deal with floating poo. <laughs> so there is no vacuum. It doesn't sound like you just go into a bag and throw it away. <laughs> it just is around. <laughs> <laughs> it's just among, you're up amongst it, in amongst it. It's in a bag, it's, but it's like you're trying to work, you're trying to type. It's just <laughs> slapped in the face of the bag of poo. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It would just be uh, so weird floating around. Oh, it, it does have a, section, a, suck, a suction. Um <laughs> I'm reading further as you guys talk. But now. do they talk about what happens right. when it's not it says, a solid? It poo. says the process involves <laughs> involves using a piece of equipment with a, with a hose suction to Ooh. pull away urine or poo after an astronaut uses the bathroom. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a garbage disposal. <laughs> <laughs> Vacuum with automated garbage disposal built in. There better be a hose. If you had, if it was a l- semi loose, which I imagine that with the food they're eating up there, <laughs> like, oh my God, there is, there's got to be some destruction. These are the questions they don't ask <laughs> no. on some of the other they space They didn't teach you this. <laughs> and that's why we're talking why about Matthew. Why didn't they teach this shit to you at Space Camp last episode? I don't know. Pun intended. <laughs> All right, uh, wait a second. I got a new beer. Yeah, you got to introduce this. Yeah. Cosmic Circus, New England style IPA. Ooh. Uh, 6% AV, ABV. It's at the top. It, this is a really cool graphic. It's got like Superman on a mountain looking at all the constellations. <laughs> it's, it's trippy. Uh, but it says pondering. the great... <laughs> just honoring <laughs> Superman. <laughs> the greatest show above Earth. And uh, <laughs> guys, you make me laugh. This is very serious. <laughs> Connecticut Valley Brewing Company, South Windsor, Connecticut. And it doesn't give us a rundown. But it does have a cool can. It does have very a cool constellation-y, can. Very constellation-y, night Superman. sky. Yeah. Yeah. And I spent damn near $5 on this, so enjoy. All right. Well, it must be pretty good. Imported from Connecticut. Crack it. Crack that. Crack it's going to be real um, hazy, I think, if I had to guess. Well, it's a New England IPA brewed in New England. Yep. Well, Connecticut. That's New England, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. an expert. <laughs> Wait, let me check. Yes, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. My so, Neuralink just kicked in. We'll uh, cheers to um, both this brewing company, which you said it was called? Uh, Connecticut Valley Brewing Company. Connecticut Valley Brewing South Company. South Windsor, Connecticut. Cheers to them. For providing this great space beer on my five dollars, on your five dollars, oh, yeah. there's Thank some you. sediment in that. Yeah. yeah, that's this is like an M43. It's like an OJ. It's like an OJ. Yeah, yeah. M43 style. All right, cheers, cheers, boys. cheers. Taste, taste test. Foam. Oh, I like it. Oh, it's kind of heavy on the back end. I, uh, I've got plenty. We split a 16 ounce three ways, and I've got plenty. Yeah, it's very it's very bad. heavy on the back end, but yeah. light and fruit, like not fruity in a bad way, but just like I mean, hoppy. Si- yeah, citrusy. I think I see the fruit floating. Yeah, and there's honestly, a, there's like pulp in yours. Yeah, yeah it's um pulp or no pulp. That's the um very very hazy citrus flavor. Good, but yeah, heavy, yeah. On, a little heavy on the back end. Yeah, yeah, it slaps on that'll the back be, end. That'll be plenty. <laughs> yeah, it's a, they send it on the back yeah. end. So, yeah, they send uh, it. It's um, smooth, but they send it at the same time. Yeah. Smooth and sandy. 
<laughs> they're not rolling over the gap jump. They are sending it. Yeah. yeah. But it's good. Very good. It's good. And then uh, we also have another one that we'll crack, right. crack in a little bit here. You want me um, to list of, Oh, we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. But it. it's, a, yeah. it's another kind of a special edition one from a, a special event. But um, talking about the ISS, I think we cleared it up. We now understand... How, how they <laughs> how fecal function works how the bowel movements work in space yeah but um, we covered that i think um pretty well <laughs> pretty well <laughs> i think, we, I think in we, summary <laughs> no yeah, i think that we was, did a good job actually that was a great yeah. uh chapter of a book on how to it was how to crap in space well it, i mean he got to ask all things because i like i read a space book to my daughter at night and like they're one of the things they point out is tears don't fall down your face in space yeah they float yep. the qu- it leads so, to the question yeah one must assume that everything else would be as equally challenging to excavate yes <laughs> here on eclipse on tab we 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 ask the questions that others don't we ask the hard uncomfortable <laughs> questions <laughs> yeah it is a, it's so a great the question. boys had their answer <laughs> <laughs> to this question oh man the um it's it is it's a crazy question, and it all started out just with your slogan. Yeah. When you're going up, when you're going up to a rocket, when you're going depends. up on a rocket, are you comfortable? Depends. It depends. <laughs> all right, presented new, by new challenge Taco question Bell. for you. <laughs> In association with KFC breakfast, <laughs> uh, you can go to the moon. But you gotta wear one pair of Depends for the entire trip. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guaranteed safe return, but you gotta wear one pair of Depends the whole trip. That would that would be awful. <laughs> that would be gonna, awful. It's gonna be a week, right? Yeah. It's gonna be Evacuation so- complete. <laughs> yeah. That that would be awful. Oh, but you're saying awful. no evacuation complete. Or no. can can you evacuate? Well, I mean you can evacuate, but then okay. you're sitting in it. Can for you the rest take of the trip. can you can you take t- I would imagine the 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 flow of nature uh does not occur as frequently, especially like I was talking about the food that they're e- eating, you know, like I feel like it's you know, once you're up there you're not gonna have to I mean, unless you unless you eat Taco <laughs> you Bell, eat Taco Bell at lunch, and then this is part of the challenge. Damn it, <laughs> you ate Taco Bell at lunch before the launch. <laughs> Crumb trap supreme. Yeah, yeah, what are we talking about? Three. Yes. <laughs> you now, have one defense and a Mountain Dew. That's got to get you the Baja moon and back. <laughs> Do you accept the challenge? <laughs> You, are you so? Am I alone on the trip, or are there other <laughs> people? It's only hot chicks with you. <laughs> These are the questions that others don't ask. <laughs> Would you take the challenge? I. <laughs> These are the hard hitting questions. <laughs> I don't know if it's all if it's nothing but hot chicks and me. <laughs> After I just flew on a rocket, after eating three Crunchwrap Supremes and drinking a large Mountain Dew, uh, it would smell like trash the whole way. (laughs) After after, about four hours, three hours after the launch, it would smell like trash. Oh, man. I can't breathe. (laughs) Uh, Whew. That's funny shit. The questions <laughs> others don't ask. Answered here on Eclipse on Tap. 
Oh my god. Episode 36. <laughs> All the <laughs> everything you've ever wondered about the world. The first, the second, and the third have the answers. That's right. <laughs> Here now. Uh, boys, it's going to take me yeah, a minute to recuperate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, serious topics. It was all led. All led. We were talking about the rocket launches, the hold down yeah. launch for Orion, uh, and then SpaceX with the the Starhopper. But what it also leads, and I think getting back to the first question about life on Venus, big steps coming for these rocket programs. The traction that they are gaining to getting men and women on Mars will reveal some insane discoveries in a very short time relative to. A yeah. life, you know, like a lifespan. Yeah. Because um, what's the plan for SpaceX? Because they they have like I think at this point in time like the most solidified plan with getting to the moon first. Sure. And what and, what's and the time the, frame? Arguably Mars. Yeah. They're, so I mean, obviously, the, I think they're gonna fly around the moon. Obviously, with the the. Uh, I think it's within dear moon. But I I think they're going no they're going to the moon like they're thinking like oh the, yeah the moon, I think three two three, to three it, years two yeah. to three I think it's two to three years so yeah. think about that I mean. How long ago in the seventies, you know, was the, that's the last time we ever had anyone on the moon? You yeah. know, it's going to be really like a a moment to behold. I think in, in like, our history, you know, it'll be like reliving not quite to the same extent, obviously, as the original. But for those of us that didn't get to see it because we weren't born yet, it will be like an amazing moment. Yeah, because we, as our generation, have never live seen individuals step foot on another celestial body no we've seen things land on mars which at the same time our parents generation and their parents generation didn't get to see and think of think of the difference um that we will get to see from just observing the whole thing like think of the difference in the they're going to bring up probably some 4k cameras i would assume yeah like things like that we'll be able to see that and and actually experience it in that way you know Put on a VR headset and yeah. you're there on Mars. Yeah, and and we'll be able to experience that when we are our parents' age. That's kind of you know like mind blowing to think about. Like yeah, our our parents watched on like a black and white TV when people landed on the moon. By the time we get to Mars, everybody's just gonna have a VR headset on and it's gonna feel like you're walking off a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be insane. And um, so I think that. Folks that saw the original Apollo moon landing, they had something that is, without question, the most amazing thing to ever have seen live. I yeah. can't find their timeline. But the second time it happens for our generation, it will still be very, very cool. Yeah. As cool as seeing a total solar eclipse or something. You know, you'll it's uh, the the world will be watching. Yeah, and I and I think, you know, it'll it'll be totally different. I mean, obviously, for the people that are picked to do it. To go on the mission to the moon for the first time, you know, since the '70s, that'll be a, a big, big moment for them. But I think just the, you know, general public, like the way we'll get to experience it, it I can't even imagine. Like you said, you know, the, I mean, just the the public's wait, experience wait, wait. with it will be that much different. Oh, virtually, for sure. For just, sure. They'll, you know, we'll be like I said, it'll be a totally different ball game. They're talking with the cameras we have, you know. Yeah. Maiden flight 2022, first crewed flight. Manned flight, mm-hmm. 2024. That's uh, four years away. Yeah, 2024 for, uh, for is SpaceX. Yeah, yeah. 2024. Yeah. Is I thought it was the, like 10 years yet. Dear Moon no. is 2024. That's yeah. that's they're talking about the Moon. This um, is this is Mars. Oh, it is. Yeah, Sp- Mars SpaceX program 
is in development program initiated by Elon Musk, SpaceX, in order to facilitate eventual colonization of Mars. Uh, and then it says first crewed flight, mm. 2024. Maiden flight, 2022. Country yep. U.S. Okay. Yeah, so 2024 is still... SpaceX still Starship. That, that was their goal from That'll a long time. That'll be a big time. year. Back in 20... I think they set that That's goal. You know. You get them going to Mars with people and... Totality? A, yeah, so yep. solar eclipse. Yeah. yeah. It's um it's going to be an insane year for astronomy and space, space travel, rocketry, all sorts of stuff. 2024 is the year to be alive. to be alive, yeah. Oh yeah. Hopefully so we I make it. We'll get to witness that in essentially a way that our parents generation never could when they saw the Apollo landing. But then now they're getting kind of a double dip yeah. being able to see that too. So yeah. but eventually maybe we'll get the double dip when we're older. And we'll see someone land on Mars when we're this age. We'll see someone land on an asteroid yeah. when we're, you know, our current parents' age. So yeah. um, the progression in space travel is super exciting. We should just take the tic-tac to get there. I mean, yeah, be there just in hop like no time. By the time we're our parents' age, we'll probably be friends with the tic-tac. Or we can well, hop no. forward. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to say. Pentagon we'll, said they, they've got craft from outside of the known world. Mm-hmm. Let's just take yeah. that. Oh, they actually said that they had it? Yeah. Or that they just... Confirms they, that we, they have... We've, we've witnessed <clears throat> it or we've seen it. No, they confirmed that they have craft from outside of this world. Yeah, they... Well, they've they, recovered craft. They say it in like a... Sci- they say like, um, we've recovered craft that, um, you know, their construction is allegedly not crafted from Earth. You know, it's like said in, said in some way that sounds like, you know... We're eliminating Earth being the construction site of this. They don't specifically say like it's made by aliens or something, but they do eliminate Earth's ability to produce it. Rogan's from been talking about this a lot. He has, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll look him up. I'll find it. But he's got it on his like Instagram and stuff. Yeah, he. he I mean, yeah, he definitely talks about it a lot because you listen to that statement or you hear that, read that statement uh, from. The Pentagon in, in it, yeah, leads the question, but I don't know. Hang on one second. I'm finding shite. Can't find it. Rogan's um, been on under the uh, microscope lately with his new studio. <laughs> yeah, we've been a little critical of him. It's uh, it's pretty ugly in, yeah. my, in my mind. All right. Yeah. I like the old one. I think that our current set is cooler than his new set. Probably. Here you go, right here. I think so. Pentagon on UFOs. They are off-world vehicles not made on this earth. New York Times reports classified Pentagon hearings on crashed recovered UFOs, off-world vehicles not made on this earth. They probably just, um, they're getting very Gen Z with it, and they really send it, and they say, we didn't get Sandy off-road, we got Sandy off-world. And it's actually just the new Ford Raptor. <laughs> We it's, have it's all, uh, it's all like a big hype it's machine all, yeah, for yeah. the release. This is just a big US, ad for like Ford. The US, Ford Pentagon, Ranger. U.S. Pentagon sponsored by Ford. Yeah. The new, new Ford do Raptor. They, do they actually say that they actually have those or they that they're, they're just yeah. basically saying? They're, they're acknowledging that they have them. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah very interesting. So... I don't know. We'll get to witness potential, um, I don't know, maybe contact with something like that. Yeah. In our lifetime, or at least 
the government's yeah. acknowledge of it or whatever it may be. The other thing he's been talking about, um, he had Lex Friedman on, who's like an MIT scientist. Um, and they, they were debating on like if aliens have been here and, um, you know, do, do, do we think that they're still here or blah, blah, blah. And like a lot more people I've heard scientists in particular are saying that they think that they're here and that they're living amongst us. Right. Whether that's under the ocean or that they are like disguised as humans or whatever, a lot of people think that they're already here. Yeah. And they also think that the release of information on things like, you know, the Tic Tac and, you know, Lazar kind of coming back to the surface <clears throat> and then the um, Go Fast video. What was the other one? Um, gimbal. Gimbal. Like they're, that they're releasing these kinds of things. Then the Pentagon does that release that we acknowledges, you know, Lazar's story that they have craft that were recovered. They, that they're prepping us for telling us that they know that there's alien yeah. on Earth. One, one of the theories I think is really interesting, Or introducing too. them to us. <clears throat> exactly, but like as far as that being a timeline from humans starting as um, organisms put here by you know, a higher power evolving all the way through the steps of life to become humans, yeah. and then now making contact with <clears throat> extraterrestrial life like that is the timeline right. of of like this plane of the universe. Like that's one of the theories is that it's kind of like the um, the simulation theory a little bit, but you have like these parallel universes where yeah. each one is, is a set timeline. And then when you get to the end of the timeline, you just start over at the beginning of the next. Right. But that like there's they say that's one of the other theories that they talked about is that like <clears throat> we're like the the time that we went from Neanderthals or you know, basically apes right. to like a pretty modern human is very quick along the evolution scale that it is, yeah. they, that they've noticed changes, you know, in times between that or whatever. <clears throat> and the theory that some conspiracy people have is that aliens saw that we were progressing slowly and basically sped us up to become human more mm. quickly. That'd be like more of a true simulation yeah, theory where right. they yeah, yeah, where it's really just a petri dish of where they can control everything. Yeah. But the parallel universe is what one. it was. They just fed them something. <laughs> Here you go. Right. Here's a little more grain. You can yeah. learn how to harvest grain. Here, Here you go. Go vegan, man. <laughs> the grain mill was uh, in like the 15 or the, the 1200s. The grain mill wasn't actually invented. It was just placed in someone's field and some guy took credit <laughs> for it. And he was like, oh yeah, I invented this. And yeah. they, uh, yeah, but, but it's, it's super interesting to think about. And the one, evidence or not evidence but like uh kind of hokey conspiracy theory type thing but with the parallel universes thing is that when you have deja vu that's actually like it's it's almost saying like you're living in parallel universes but there is one of of like hyper focus like 98 percent right. of your brain is like in where we are right now yeah but then the other two percent are like all splitting into like these million infinite number of um parallel universes and that when you have deja vu, it's one of those very minor ones yeah. syncing up because that exact moment in some combination of infinite universes just has already ju- happened. I, yeah. Just stop right now. I can't. You know, I'm, I can't, I'm I following. Can't. Yeah, it's, I, it's it, just oh so my that God. like you are syncing up essentially yeah, with it's, with it's the, like every, you know every decision that you make to turn left versus turn right to take it's this already detour happening. is. Whatever decision you make, the opposite one was made in another yep. universe. And the same one you made, it, like millions and or infinite number of times, just constantly See, on, a, on a treadmill. You think that there's a another like another me. Yeah. Billions of you. But it is you. Yeah. It is you. 
it's it's not another it's not like a clone of but you. on another planet on or, another yeah. plane of just yeah. the unit which i don't know if that's planets or how it's designated but i think i think it would just be a time warp more than like a yeah. planetary warp like yeah. you're still on earth yeah it's just constant reiterations of the yeah, same like, moment so if you think of like the known universe is the just this solid piece of wood tabletop then you stack one on top of it that's the same known universe and another infinitely up and that's all the different scenarios of your yeah. life and you're living it every single time but so, you're living it in oh on this plane god yeah but on all the other infinite numbers of you them, are also you're also doing it and it is you whatever a lot of people are will mm. be like oh well how could that happen because it, it it's just another version of me no it <laughs> is like like you sitting here doing this podcast has already happened a million times yeah but you're doing it right Dude. now and you're, and you're feeling it i so, can't even that's the parallel universe i really can't and, even think about that right now but in each yeah, in crazy. each plane you reach a t the end of the timeline and then right. it resets the next so that theory does actually fall in line with religious theories because you it begs the question of well, what started the treadmill in the first place? Mm. Well, am I doing the same thing in every scenario and every you're doing everything, every yeah. possible scenario. Yeah. I it's, it's infinite different possibilities of one thing that you could do. Like you just blinked right now. Someone needs to make a movie about this. In the next level of the parallel it's kind of universe, like inception. you blink like a half a millisecond later, like you know how you know the movie Inception, mm -hmm. where they can travel into yeah. other. It's like that, but in that movie, they only have like four or five different time frames that they hop between. This is just that times infinite, like yeah. just for infinite. And what what is crazy is like there is an instance of you. you I'm know, not saying I buy it. I'm just saying that yeah, it's, a it's just a theory. There. There's an instance of me grabbing this beer right now and drinking it. There's one of me grabbing this beer over here and drinking yeah. this. <laughs> There's one of me picking it up. No, I'm not going to drink it. Yeah. The other guy just slams it. Yep. It's just no. the way it is. Yeah. And, the other guy and, drinks it like in that, ounces. And that treadmill of like timeline reiterating so many times had to have been started by something. Mm -hmm. And that is ties right in, gives like a very synergistic connection to like religious theory. Yeah. It's like something started the treadmill from the beginning. Yeah. It, it didn't just like how would it, something that we can't comprehend. Yeah. Started. I, I it's don't really, know if it's really cool. I don't think it's Neil deGrasse Tyson that says it, whatever. But there's a there's a famous like astrophysicist or scientist that um, always says like, yeah, the more I discover, like you would think that would disprove God, but the more I discover, the more I'm convinced that there is God because there's just no way to explain it. Yeah, yeah. You get to yeah. that point where you've. It's not like you've understood everything, but you can come up with a theory that makes a lot of sense yeah. when you really think about it and what started that. And, and I think that's exactly it. Like you, as you mature or if you really spend a lot of time thinking about it like he does, you come to it faster. Yeah. Well, that, and <clears throat> we've talked about this too. I think the guys that went to the moon, you know, they, they went to the moon and they're, you know, they're military guys. Right. They flew to the moon and back and they came back and they're, you know, they're like something made this 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 yeah. was this wasn't yeah. a mistake you know yeah. for sure um and so then i mean even those guys like even outside of the scientific world i mean i mean i hate i, I don't really yeah I, I guess i can't say that because the guys going to the moon were i mean actually trained to be scientists to go study the moon so right. it, i guess it comes from a, a military background but also a scientific background they come back and you know they're they're hard hardcore guys and 
Yeah, they're they're yeah. like, yeah, this was not just like an accident, you right? Know? Because it, it's like you ask, okay, so what started the treadmill in the first place? Obviously, some sort of thing we can't comprehend. And then what set the what set the playing field or the general template yeah. of what will happen? Yeah, and that that's like what you're, like all the planets you, can't, you look you can't at can't them. find a start other than explaining it as a higher power, right? And like, you you get to a point like where okay, you've evolved to that timeline where you are flying off of your celestial body and you're seeing all this and you're at, you're getting getting back from Apollo and saying there's got it, there has to be. Something. Yeah. So it, I think that's an interesting theory. I don't, I'm not again like you said, Nathan. I'm not like it's not like I'm a conspiracy theorist or anything like that. But it's just kind of fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, and gives you a good respect for both sides, I guess. Well, yeah, and you just start like reflecting on yourself. You're like, wow, like <clears throat> you know, every life choice that you have. I mean, how many hundreds of choices do you make a day? Mm-hmm. Uh, a parallel universe somewhere somebody makes a slightly different choice. Right. You know? And I think like there's probably bounds to it. Like if I'm driving down the road in this plane, I, you know, there's probably, um, different, d- different decisions I could make about what direction I want to head or what, if I turn to this stop sign, am I going to go left or straight? Yeah. Those are things that probably do occur, but I'm also not going to have an instance in that parallel universe where I'm going to like swerve into a car and hit a tree or definitely not as light, you know, like that yeah. would be something extreme. And but there's infinite possibilities. So maybe, so maybe. It, it just, yeah. there might be like statistical um, probabilities. Like there's certain things that are so much more probable, and those are the the planes that you'll experience. Yeah. But the ones where you know you see people get into car accidents and yeah. stuff, that plane just ended early or what? what I, it's just weird to think yeah. about all the different. It's I don't know. It's just a just something. Just something yeah. to nibble. It's on. Something else. <laughs> something to nibble on. Yeah. I I had this experience. Like the the most intense case of deja vu that I've had was when I got concussed, mm. and I um it, we were doing Hanson Hills mountain bike race, which we talked about on the podcast. It's like yep. a relay race, and I came bombed down this hill, and at the bottom of it was like a jump, but I didn't realize it, and I just went sailing off it and smacked down, and then I kept I got after I like re did you fall off your bike? Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. yeah. it was a yard sale, <clears throat> but after I like kind of gathered my senses again got back on the bike and i started riding the trail and i was like i know this trail like i know it's a left turn here it's a right turn like i'd never seen this trail before in my life mm. and like i was concussed definitely concussed like yeah i shouldn't have been on a bike but all of a sudden i was just like oh i know what way this trail goes yeah you take a right up here and then this it was freaking mm. weird that is mm. yeah yeah when things kind of reset yeah um yeah that's the fun thing about that theory is it's it's hard to say like, yeah, that's exactly what happens. Sure. Because there's so many different possibilities, but at the same time, it's kind of fun to play with. Like yeah. it's fun to like yeah. say, Oh that, yeah, that could be real. And couldn't be. I'm going to crack another beer. Yeah. Boys. Yeah. Right, I was going to say, it. I uh, cracked this broadleaf and in broadleaf local beer. We were, again, we were there tonight having dinner beforehand as we do. Yeah. And this was the other beer from what yep. age beer fest. Yeah. Light speed barrier, barrel aged sour with cryo mosaic hops. What age, uh, Pub Woodage Beer Fest 2020. Keep cold. Uh, 5% ABV. That's all they give us. But we can say at least we can introduce it from a flavor profile. It's a yeah. sour. Yeah. Um, so it's been aged in um, like doesn't, an oak barrel. Yeah. It doesn't say if it's like a, you know, it's definitely not like a bourbon barrel or something. So. Yeah. It just as barrel aged. I think it's just an oak barrel um, and oh. there's no fruit or anything added to it. So it's not a sour with any Crack it. Uh, sweet flavors. It's just a true, like oh. very oh. simple sour sprayed myself and this one is uh we've had it 
on tap actually and it, it's very good so in the can i would imagine yeah you want to rinse out or oh no no i'm good i'm good um i imagine this will be very good too and it's space themed light speed barrier i definitely once i got to the bottom of my glass there it was yeah i uh, i definitely got the for got cosmic the full effect of the cosmic circus there. yeah that one i had very to um kind of like do a little shot at the end because yeah. i didn't want to like get any of that in my teeth yeah but Mm-mm. um that's we what tasted this one last weekend, right? We did, and yeah. we also had it on tap tonight um, with our burgers and chicken sandwiches. I didn't have this one. Yeah, you did. I did. Yep. Yeah, that was that. Sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we had that one as a like a full glass, whereas before it was in this in this form as yeah. a sample. Yeah. Um, but it's good because it's very simple. It's like super super clear, super light, very very sour, but like in a good way, like in a good super simple. Clean. Way. It's almost like a cider, like how yeah. clean it yep. is. Cheers. Cheers to Broadly. Shink. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I could do that all day. Yeah, it's really refreshing. Very good. It's um not the kind of sour that's like etching your enamel off your teeth sour, yeah. but it's it's tart, like for sure. Like a maybe like a, a certain wine or a cider. Yeah. It gets sent pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it sends it decently hard. Mm. <laughs> Send it mm-hmm. up. Yeah, what does that one come in, A B V? I uh, I think it said five. Five point something. Oh no, 5.0. So perfect yeah. for you know just sipping on. It's, we should it's do not, we should do a full on like YouTube channel from now on. <laughs> just have it us with a camera on there, and we'll be like, no, what's so that one weighing? What, what what would you say on the scent scale? This one gets to, and then you like turn around. You there's a whiteboard, and you like put a sticker <laughs> on it. Level six of the scent board. <laughs> it's like a game show. Yeah. I'm also still Did sipping on. Did the boys on get fully scent? <laughs> <laughs> find out more next week well on we'll on tune in yeah and that was the end of it but yeah i don't know a lot of a lot of interesting things happening with progression in space travel um and even like just in the uh s- keeping it within the realm of the parallel universe theory in this timeline we are now getting to a point where we have electric cars we have space travel we're very advanced in a lot of things. Obviously, there's so much more to be had within this timeline. But I just saw like a face a Facebook ad or something on um, Google, like an ad where that Tesla is now selling like this block that you put on your house, but it essentially sells back unused electricity. Yeah, it's cool. So I think it was like an average of over two thousand dollars a year or something you can save. Oh Shit. wow. Because you sell it back, and I don't know. They probably give it to you in Tesla stock, though. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard yeah. of that. That's, yeah. that's pretty mm-hmm. freaky. Yeah, it's crazy. I'd take that in Tesla stock. Yeah. Wasn't it down to like 400 bucks? It was really far down. Yeah, it's, that's the scary thing about Tesla stock is that it's, or just Elon Musk in general, is that he's so volatile. Yeah. The stock is a reflection of his... Let's see what it closed that hang on. Of his um, style, really, you know, yeah. on how he attacks things. He's very, very aggressive with goals. Um, we, we're going to get to Mars by 2024. We're going to produce, produce this many Teslas, which yeah, extreme number. 449. It was at like 1,600. It, it, yeah. it was up to like, yeah. It yeah, was, it was high. It was yeah. very high, and then it and it fell. Um, and Elon. And it's actually up 26 bucks today. When it was up, Elon functionally, based on stock, became like the third or fourth most rich person in the world. Mm-hmm. And then he completely plummeted out of that. Oh. That's crazy, but it's all functional because it's all held up in stocks. It's not sold, but right. 
but yeah, it's, um, and, and that's a credit to him too. I mean, obviously there's huge risks with it, but with SpaceX, he's been largely successful because of his style, because of his let's go, um, produce a rocket that can land itself and we'll try over and over again. We'll work extremely hard at this and take risks with it to be able to make it land perfectly. And, and they have it now where they're launching Falcon 9s to pure perfection. You know, there's not mm. a chance like it's like, okay, will it land or will it not land on the drone ship? There was yeah. like, there was a period of time where one of the rocket boosters might not land, but Shit. it wouldn't be harming any humans. You know how much money you could have made? I'm sorry to no, you're good. backtrack, but like a year ago, stock in October was at about about this time of year was at forty eight dollars, and then it went all the way up to it was at like I swear it was at like sixteen hundred for a yeah. There, it, there was a point where it was very high, and you know, you could see it grow for quite a while. But even two hundred, yeah. But even now, like if you, but that's the thing. Like now would be in a very bull market like a bull style yeah. market, you'd be like, let's buy because based yeah. on the trajectory, which it's already it's, been, that's, it's all time. goes back yeah. up to 1600, yeah. 2000. Yeah. yeah. You're making uh, over a thousand dollars a share yeah. if you sell. So, but that's again, getting it back to like the space thing. That is why Elon has largely, obviously there's been failures. Thankfully there hasn't been any human life involved in those failures, but there's been, you know, times where they've crashed rocket boosters. They've crashed stuff on land and water, whatever they've exploded um, tanks and things like that, but it's all uh, very aggressive. Yeah. And that is how he runs all of his companies. And then you, that results in these very volatile t- stocks where yeah. people are either all in. They're like, I believe in this guy. Yeah. I'm well, on he board. always says like, he, he's, he's like, basically what my job is, is finding problems and trying to solve them. Right. Yeah. And, and there's, t- there's times where everyone's on board and then there's times where people are like, eh, is that really going to yeah. like when, you know, he talks, he's doing, you think he's all in on space and then he releases something about the boring company Yeah, where they have tunnels under LA and all this. And you're, at first you hear it, you're like, why, you know, like, why would he do that? He's, isn't he focusing on SpaceX? And then you kind of think that's just the thought, but then all of a sudden you see that he's actually doing things yeah. with it. And, um, it's well, a credit to his aggressive business mentality i think yeah yeah i mean science mentality too yeah you hear him like another example would be like the Neuralink that he's got going like and and that's i don't think anyone's ever actually seen like you know a prototype of that or anything like that but he's been talking about it a lot it's like another one of those little uh side gigs that he's got oh yeah by the way i'm doing a thing called Neuralink on top of uh spacex and the boring company and all that kind of stuff yeah it's pretty crazy yeah. I mean, if he's, if I, mean, I guess, I guess we'll see it, you know, eventually if it actually happens. But I think they were even planning on launching that pretty soon, like yeah, the next like year or well, so. Well, it was going to be more for like it, it, like the long term, at least what I understand from it. The long term thing is that it would be basically like you'd constant. I mean, we basically are now with phones linked up to like the internet and whatever info you needed, but you'd only have to like think a question to yourself and you'd have the answer to it but i think the the early prototypes they're looking at are for like physical ailments yeah you know like very ai like yeah, yeah. Um, advances in physical and mental ailments right physical yeah. and mental so I, I mean i don't know if it would be used on like um um god i don't know like parkinson's or like you know yeah. things like that where 
you've got like a, a physical you're you're mentally there als yeah yeah you know, it'd be like it'd that, be a disease mentally there but it, it would like somehow unwrap that like puzzle yeah of and it, yeah the the, is. they've they've pitched it as being i don't want to call it medical but definitely like in in use to fix problems that the human body incurs right with um those types of mental based diseases als forming from ailments with neurons and stuff like that it would it would link up with that somehow and and aid in it and maybe not fix it but aid in it but the scary thing is if that evolves into everybody everyday yeah Yeah. everyday people and then it's like you walk past a stranger on the street and you you, know everything about yeah you look at them and you know like their name their age like every they're basically like their facebook profile of yeah this is what he does for a living. He's got four kids. He, you know, is married to so and so. Like you would know everything about them. That would be that, really, like, that'd be too creepy. And you it, wouldn't even have to communicate with the person. They'd look at you and they'd know everything about you. So mm-hmm. there's clear, there's clearly like an a, a route for this to become very scary, right? Like very dangerous. Mm. And so I think what needs to happen is like, just like there is some governance. I'm not talking about politics, like government but governance like there's just some natural governance of what the internet is today right? right there's bad there's bad parts of it there's great parts of it but generally it's like met its bound yeah like it, it, in the form that you know you go on the computer you type it in you go on your phone you type it in that next step um and i'm not saying it's governed perfectly but generally it seems to be working out and then you jump into the next step where it's all like mental images of like I've said in the past, tabs in your head. Yes. New, yeah. <laughs> new yeah. tab. Um, how do you govern that? Because it's so much more, it's it, it's no longer having to be navigated through your thumbs or yeah. your fingers. It's in your head already. It's yeah. instantaneous. So how do you govern that when something, when information is accessible at an instantaneous rate? Like yeah, that's be, really challenging. I wish I lived in a simpler time. Yeah. Where we Me were just too. harvesting yeah. weed all day, and yeah. then we came back and drank I, mead and got drunk and had fun, and then the next day, yeah. do it again. <laughs> they were lost back into the prairies. Go bear back and into the woods. <laughs> Come back in the evening. Honestly, with, drink like, your ales. Yeah. Well, next weekend you're going up to Marquette. Like that to me is it's kind of like just a simpler life too. You up know, there, it's yeah. Like, it's you don't have as many distractions. It's just like I oh, just go up, hang out by the lake just it's it's god's country that yeah. is simple folk up there well yeah it's like if you if you take a trip that generally even if you're not going to somewhere that's particularly relaxed but if you're taking a more relaxed trip you feel that sense that you are you're entering it's it's all based on the simplicity of the situation yeah um the, the attitude in which you go into it like i'm we're just gonna just go wherever and it's there's no set plan really i don't know yeah Nothing better. Yeah. yeah, nothing better. These are the questions that no one else asks. <laughs> these are these are the questions that no one else asks. That's got to be the title of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Right? I yeah. mean, that's episode 36. These are the questions that yeah. no one else asks. Days of our lives <laughs> with the Eclipse on Tap trio. New uh, new drama. On, uh, the boys were uncovering more questions than answers. <laughs> <laughs> As is natural for, for our podcast. Yeah. But that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Because it's like, there's nothing more fun, I don't think. I mean, there are, 
let me let me take that back it is very fun to record this podcast oh for sure like it's yeah. it's fun to do it's not something that's like all right every time this hits on the calendar i'm like nervous about you know i'm like oh man you gotta we send it yeah, yeah. we don't send roll over it, the bro. gap jumps we send it and yeah. the the thing that we do that a lot of uh, mystery shows don't <laughs> <laughs> we bring you really good impersonations. We, we actually, we actually give you an answer. Yeah, straight up, cold, hard facts. Yeah, all right. We give you an answer. Let's let's end on that one then. Um, what is the answer? Well, what is the answer? Are there parallel universes? That one to me is a very enticing idea. And when you think about, if you talk about uh, more obscure theories, with simulation theory being that like. There is a core, the original version of you got to a certain point and is now simulating every other version of you. Mm-hmm. That means the core version still, which would have somehow been created by a higher power, would still be you living it. Mm-hmm. And then you would just carry out that work of creating parallel universes. But for me, it. I don't buy that one at all. Mm-hmm. I buy more the idea that there, from a lig- religious perspective, and not getting too far into that, but there is a higher power that started the treadmill, so to speak, mm-hmm. or like created life, and then it all started. Yeah. And then it, j- it, and if you think about it from a parallel universe perspective, which dives more into the, th- the theoretical physics side of it and black hole theory and yeah. all those sorts of things, that there is some, you know, we know that black holes exist and that it's a warp of time. Yeah, it's really you. You start to think that okay, that is a possibility. Yeah. So when you, I think there's a real synergy there. I know yeah. that's a long. I, that's my long-winded answer. <laughs> yeah, I just. So have, do you or do you not? <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, wait. Yeah. The parallel <laughs> universes. Now. I think that I do. Yeah, I you do. do? Yeah. I think I do. Yeah. See, I don't buy that. I think it's just this is the universe, and I, I don't. I obviously don't think that we've discovered you know even a eight like a fraction of it, a hundredth of it. But, um, I think it's the only one. I think that like whatever's happening here on earth is happening only here on earth. I don't think that there's like a, another earth with the same, with the same thing having characters. Yeah. Yeah. And what's cool about that one. And it's like, like I said, I'm not like saying by thinking that it maybe exists, I'm not buying into it, but with your theory, which is the kind of the more traditional outlook of one base timeline. Yeah the uncomprehendable part of that is still like, where's the end? Right. But that the end is that higher power Wait. that I was the same higher power I yeah. was describing on the treadmill. Well, and the, and there's yeah. different ends at, you know, like there was an end for dinosaurs, right? There's going to be an end for humanity, but there, then yeah. what comes after us? Exactly. And yeah. the, and each of those ends is maybe marked with a big bang type. Yeah. Type scenario right um so yeah both that's kind of more of like this slow this is the only timeline um mentality or philosophy theory yeah and it's just as enticing david yeah well it's it's a tough it's a tough thing but i don't think that there are i think this is i think i'm going to agree with nathan i think that what's happening here and now is the only time like you know there there's no alternate realities or mm-hmm. you know parallel universes um and i think it's i don't know I, th- I think it's to me i think we might even be the only in 
intelligent life in the universe. Mm-hmm. I don't know for a fact, but I think I feel like that might be the case. And I don't it, know. You just I think you never know. Like we we think we know so much about our solar system, yet we don't even really know a ton about our oceans and like what's at the very bottom of the oceans and things like that. I think there's so much that we're still not aware of. So you don't think that there's aliens? I I'm I'm. Like human-like aliens. Yeah. yeah, I just don't... I don't really even know. Like, it's be, you know, there have been... I've never actually witnessed anything. And, I mean, for me, it's like... Yeah, you hear stories. I mean, the universe is so huge. Like, and there's all... I mean, there's billions and billions of galaxies. Um, you would think the likelihood is probably pretty high. But I don't know. I mean, for me, it's like the life we live down here, you, you don't really... Uh, you can't really say for a fact. I mean, there's some people who have actually, no, no one's actually seen one. That's the thing. They've seen uh, unidentified objects, but you can't really, I mean, at that, at that point in time, like you don't know. I mean, if you, until you actually, until people actually see them, you know, photograph on, them you know, or, or for, yeah. Yeah, photograph them or whatever. I mean, it's, it's tough to, how do you actually say for a fact that they're actually here or real? But I don't, I don't know. I mean, it could be, even all the, uh, the the craft that they've seen, um, you know, I don't all those you know, even like the Air Force have had actually seen them, and like you look at the Tic Tac and all that. I mean, maybe it is. I mean, could be another country doing that kind of shit. Maybe they have something like that. I don't know. It could go either way. It's fifty fifty. Yeah, it's like either you're you kind of think about the timeline that you live in in a very local scale. Like this is my timeline. This is more of a like. A, a finite being, you know, this is the one time that this is occurring or you can think about it more of like a global or celestial scale where maybe it is reoccurring a lot of times. But what I think is cool about any of the theory, any of the theories within the realm of them being well thought out and intelligent, not like the crazy ones that just make no sense, but they all kind of have that synergy of something that you don't know and you can't comprehend within the limits of your brain and something that you do know. So it's like the synergy of, scientific evidence theoretical physic evidence and religious evidence all coming together mm. in in all of the you know like yeah when, when you when you kind of think about it that way different theories all kind of make sense and you're not saying like oh no that that one is for sure not existing or this one is for sure you kind yeah. of you're like yeah they all make sense to me in yeah. a way it's i don't know I, David just, I'm starting to believe parallel universes though now because I thought David was going to go one way with that answer and he went totally to the left. Really? Yeah. Really? What What do you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say, oh yeah, for sure there's aliens. I, for sure. I, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I've never actually seen anything. So it's it's really tough. Like you, you hear stories, but I've heard a lot of stories from a lot of people and you think it's real and it's not, you know, like so the little green men story. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but like even, even other things like you just don't even know. I mean, it could be, it, you know, it could just be another one of those, you know, crazy kook theories. And I mean, and that, that's all it is, but I don't know until, until there's more proof, I guess, for something like that. Uh, I like in, in something that I can, I have actually seen. I mean, it's tough to go down that and, uh, down that rabbit hole and actually yeah. proclaim it as as the truth but it almost know. like ties back into not to just a parallel universe's theory is 
like the little green men festival thing that we witnessed at the total solar eclipse it, it's a scenario that they're just celebrating now because they know it's not real right there was a scenario where back in the 20s or 30s there was farmers and they their dog ran into the woods so they went after it and they saw what they thought were alien eyes looking at them um, but then it turned out to be an owl or something just a raccoon <laughs> yeah something something uh, just in the night but there may have been a alternate plane in which they went into the woods and saw the eyes and it was yeah extra yeah. Tri- like it's just weird I, mean, I don't know it's kind of it's like very sci-fi yeah. to think about it yeah, yeah. i guess i'm not i'm not saying yay or nay to either <clears throat> either side i just i think e- both sides kind of have a you know i w- i always you know kind of grew up obviously um just thinking that like you know we were it and that's it you know and so right. that's kind of engraved in me but until I see otherwise, it's like, okay, well, I don't know. You you really don't know. I'm not saying it's not possible. but Yeah, yeah it's just an interesting spot um, where you can kind of stop for a second and open your mind a little to just thinking about all sorts of stuff. But there's that comfort in knowing that that synergy exists. Like there is 100% a religious aspect to it. Mm. And there is a scientific aspect to it too. And in my mind, that's just kind of... Right. Where I get, take comfort in knowing, like, yeah, everything is, it's the way it is. It's, yeah. And, um, like, kind of settles my mind down. Yeah, that giant mm. asteroid rock didn't just, like, who made the fucking rock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't just. Where did it come from? Yeah. How long has it been traveling? Yeah. How many solar yeah. systems has it passed through at the very outer edge and not burned up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. These are the questions. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> question. that's the thing you, you think about, like even the stuff that we've made. That's like Voyager. Mm-hmm. I mean, it like it's out in the shrickets right now. You wonder what it's actually yeah. seen or what it's been around. But I mean, obviously, so it was shot down by another yeah. aircraft. Well, they still spacecraft. It's, it's still it's still going, and it has you know. I think it was as of was it last year, maybe two years ago. We mm-hmm. definitely talked about it on the podcast at one time where it had officially left what we define as the solar system. Yeah. And that's a cool moment. You know, it's the first time anything in this lifetime, in this universe, whatever you want to call it has achieved that. Yeah. You know, we have no record of ever having achieved anything like that. No. Um, and that's why it almost feels like the cyclical thing to me. Like I get back to this treadmill analogy. Yeah. Where you get to the stage where you're so advanced. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's an interesting topic to talk about. My and brain it, ain't meant to comprehend it. Exactly. Yeah. No. It, and it's a perfect fit to the title of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Asking questions. With that, I'm empty. No one asks. Yeah. I am empty as well. And I think that's a great spot to end episode 36. So thank you all for tuning in. We um, want to just quickly shout out our social media where you can check great photos of the new kit. And also other stuff we post in related to space, telescope, setting things up, looking at Mars, looking at the moon, posting all sorts of photos. So add Eclipse on Tap for Instagram and Twitter. And then if you uh, want to send us a photo of something that you saw through a telescope, that's cool. You can especially email. Especially if it was an alien. Especially <laughs> if it was a Tic Tac or an alien. Send us uh, something on social media on the um, Instagram or Twitter or email us at eclipseontap at gmail.com. And then lastly, we also have our website, which hopefully soon will have kind of a store side to it where we can we can show you the T-shirts that we've created and offer those to people that want them, uh, eclipseontap.space. 
But uh, in the meantime, we'll leave you with that. And a big cheers, episode 36. Cheers.